In today's episode, we are going through part one of an interview with one amazing woman who has taught me so much just by how inspiring and genuine she is. She's taught me how to be more compassionate, she's taught me a lot about interpersonal relationships, and she's taught me a lot about a reality that wasn't mine and still isn't, being a mom. And that for sure is a constant challenge, especially when you have a 9-to-5 and a side hustle. In part two of the interview, we're talking about interpersonal relationships and our advice to the younger version of ourselves. I highly encourage you to listen to that episode after this one, obviously. On this note, let's dive in the interview with Vimi, the co-founder of Boss Babe Imperial. Welcome to the Happiness Manifesto podcast. In here, we're defining happiness, understanding what success really is, and finding ways to create our happiest life. Ranging from interviews, learnings, exercises, and all in between, this podcast will help you develop your own happiness manifesto. I am your host, Nancy, and my goal is that you can confidently and happily live by your own potential. So take a seat, buckle up, because we're going on a happy ride. So I'm super excited to introduce you to the guest today. We really connected through a common purpose, and I'm super excited for you to uh, hear more about it today. She's a total boss mama. She works nine to five. She also started a great community, which I have the pleasure to also help make it grow. Um, so here is Vimi. Hi, Vimi. Hi, Nancy. I'm super happy that you're here and that you accepted to be here on the Happiness Manifesto podcast. Um, so just before we really dig in and we go onto uh, <laughs> all of the questions that I have for you today, uh, tell us a bit about yourself and about what you do. Well, first, first things first, um, thank you so much for having me, Nancy, on this wonderful new journey that you're embarking with this podcast. So as you mentioned, my name is Vimy, and I was born and raised in Montreal. I have a three-year-old daughter, and I am also the co-founder of Boss Bay Imperial. Um, I also work in business development at Thomson Reuters in the tax and accounting division. So basically, I help CPAs, professionals increase their productivity and profit- profitability by implementing our tax software and for management essentials, too. So I know that you really like your 9 to 5, but before that, I'm really, really interested about the Boss Baby Imperial, all of its journey, all that it means. Um, so how would you describe it, being the co-founder of BBI in Montreal? Honestly, it's spending a lot of time thinking about and experimenting on different types of problems. It's fulfilling also like different roles in order to keep the company running smoothly with your help of course since we recently had you on board it's been such a crazy great adventure yeah it's a constant <laughs> learning experience um mm-hmm. and it's for sure more fun doing it with other people and uh, then like when we first start often like as entrepreneurs it it feels it can be it can feel very lonely at the beginning um so it's really fun to be able to do it with the both of you so both you and fifa the other co-founder so for me i already know what motivates me to be part of the group but what motivated you specifically you to start bbi with fifa honestly i wanted to build something that i wanted to be part of um a safe place for people to not be afraid of being themselves and being able to ask questions be, without being shamed or, or whatsoever. Um, most likely also sharing knowledge and help one another and keep growing together. That was something that was important for me. 
to have a good um, support. And I think building that really helps me grow as well with the community. Yeah, it's crazy. The community has like taught us so much because sometimes things can get like quite dirty, let's say it about uh, the whole entrepreneurial (laughs) life. But mm-hmm. I've, I've been like, we, we kept saying it, we've been so grateful about how positive our community is, how supportive it is. I know we're a very tight community, so I'm super, super happy. Um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So on top of that, so you have that 95 that you mentioned uh, at uh, Thompson Rotis. Um, and you also often, you're very open about the fact that you enjoy it. Then why did you feel um, the necessity to add on top of that nine to five and on top of the being like a mama? I know it's a lot. Um, that's a really good question, Nancy. Um, for the fact that I do still enjoy my nine to five, it's because I'm still able to grow with, with it. I can apply the skills and experiences I have learned at my nine to five into Boss Bay Imperial and other areas of my life. So that's most likely why I'm still balancing a little bit of everything Um, Because I feel there's so much opportunities out there. And the more you try new things, the more you get out of your comfort zone, you get um, to experiment a new version of yourself that's more improved. But all the mistakes, no matter, no matter you make mistakes, you don't, as long as you're not afraid to to step out of it, um, to step out of that um, comfort zone. And that's really important for me. So that's why um, I'm so proud to be able to balance both of them. And you, you should you should see me like I was there like like really nodding uh, my head because it's <laughs> it's really fun to finally hear of someone who's in the entrepreneurial route but also still in a nine to five because in a lot of the stories that we hear people are now a hundred percent entrepreneurs no longer nine to five or just didn't start they went directly from student to nine to five and it kind I I feel it's refreshing to hear that someone still wants to live the entrepreneurial life but as on the side while still being able to grow within a company so um that's that was cool my little grain here (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) so yeah so um as you mentioned you have a lot right so you have a job you have a kid Mm -hmm. you run bbi um I'm pretty sure that time management may be like quite something. So how do you make sure that you manage, like, manage to set the time aside for, for each of them? It's not easy, Nancy. Honestly, I don't have like a magic potion or whatsoever for this. Um, I do a lot of time blocking, which allows me to get things done um, that way and keeping track of time. So even though it doesn't always go according to plan, but at least when I time block, I focus on certain one thing at a time. I do multitask sometimes since I don't really have a choice. Having a kid, you don't really get to like, okay, kiddo, stay on the side, look at the wall. I'm just going to finish this email for a client. You know what I mean? So the fact that right now we are in quarantine, so it's, it's quite the balance. Um, but time blocking usually helps. And I really try to go with the flow as well of the day too. So time blocking, just for, for the people who don't necessarily know, so it's making sure that you set time in your calendar for each of the tasks or each of the activities, correct? Correct. Yeah, exactly. So basically, it's really planning out um, hour to hour or depending what you're doing um, on your day to day, but just setting out that kind of routine, um, making sure that you reach any deadline that needs to be done. Yeah. And like, so that was kind of your strategy to at the same time, create more time, because then you can organize 
your your time for the future and not waste them like scrolling through TikTok or scrolling through Instagram <laughs> videos, right? Exactly. So this is a work, still a work in progress. Um, I often need to tweak it and experiment with different methods and see what works best for which situation. Um, planning advance and optimizing my stamina is a, definitely a game changer. So that would be getting more sleep, eating healthier, and trying to like sneak in some meditation. So that helps me as well too with everything. Yes, for sure. Like I've been sleeping more, eating healthier. Like no, I think I'm so happy because uh, it's been about four or five weeks now that I haven't taken any spoon of Nutella. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm like giving myself a, my own high five. Um <laughs> And like, honestly, it changed so much. And I think a lot of people um, forget that our physical health will influence our productivity and just our own motivation in general. So um, for sure to create more time, that's really important. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So you mentioned like, yeah, sleeping, eating healthier, um, meditation. So how do you manage to um, set time really for yourself among like everything that's like pulling every side in like during your life like for the small little real estate that your your alone time can have in your life um that's a that's a really like I mentioned and I'm really hard on myself sometimes on that because it's very easy to forget to actually set time aside as well too for yourself especially when you're balancing a lot of roles in your life um being a mom, having your nine to five, um, having your own um, hustle on the side too, that you want to grow and having another team to, uh, to, to work together. That's definitely something. I always try every single day. It's, it's probably the most simplest thing, but I try to fit in uh, either some reading, um, listening to music, writing. Those are my little things that I set aside for myself. And usually I do that either on my commute to work or also late at night too, um, right after I put, I managed to put my little kettle to bed. Those are my really one-on-one -on -one time. That's also when I try to fit in some, uh, my partner and I, we have our own routine as well too. So that's when we're able to spend some quality time together as a couple. Um, mm. That's also not easy, right? So not only you want your alone <laughs> time, partner time, and then you also want a family time. So my partner and I, we really have a strict schedule uh, routine when it comes to we always eat together, most likely always the same time every single day. We always catch a little movie, um, depending on also if we can go out or, or not when when it works out with uh, we're a kid. And during the weekend, it's really reserved for family time. So we always plan either activities in advance. We try new things as a family, like really to disconnect from work. You know what I mean? Really take the time to disconnect from social media, from any technology, um, to just really be present. And I think that helps a lot. I like so many things that you're mentioning because it's a lot about the balance, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, I think maybe... 1990s like those years was all about like and maybe early 2000s but like hustle 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 work for 100 hours a week don't stop for five years and then you can become successful but I don't think that it's healthy at all throughout and especially if you want to be successful not only for your business but also for your personal life your family love life and other parts um, really all about that balance and like time management setting time for yourself would be like so important 
And I find so funny how you're like, we have a strict schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's a strict schedule. Spend time with me. Connect with me right now. No, no, Very no, demanding. No, 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 so my no. little kiddo says hi. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hello. Hi, Queenie. Say hello. Oh, strangely, so she's all silent right now. All right. <laughs> she wants to set you up. <laughs> exactly. Hey, if that is already of value for you and you want to see more, you want to read it, you want to print it out, write next to it, get more of these notes, head over to withnancy.com slash happiness manifesto to get the show notes for this episode. Simply withnancy.com slash happiness manifesto, find this episode and sign up to get the show notes and you'll be able to get all of the good value on written form. So um, are you satisfied now with your, the way that you've split your time? So you, you, do a lo- you have a lot of those strategies, you implement them a lot. Were you satisfied with how it happens to apply, be applied in real life? Honestly, I am satisfied, but like anybody else, you know, I, I always want to make some adjustments. I always want to improve. And I find there's so many out there um, to learn from other people or just there's so much out there that you can still try, you know, to make things work. And I think I need to keep adjusting as I go along. And as my daughter grows up too, her needs are going to be different. How I guide her, how <laughs> I am as a mother is going to be different too. Um, so it's, it's, it's different, you know? So I think it's always important to tweak your ways. <laughs> That's for sure. Like how when she grows, it's no longer like what you want, what you need, um, and how you envision your own life. It's also like envisioning her life. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. A lot of adjustment, flexibility is key. Um. So, how do you think that your life as a mom, and just like now, it's impacting today? (laughs) So, how do you think your life as a mom has impacted your day job and also your entrepreneurial uh, venture and business? Um, honestly, becoming a mom has made me become a stronger person. Um, it has also improved on my leadership skills and communication skills. It has helped me have better clarity, you know, on my priorities and my values, because not only now you have somebody that you need to, to be stronger for, you want to set the example that she will make her own big decisions, that she will learn how what's valuable for her and what's important for her. And that's very important to me. Wow, that was so good. You want you have someone else to be stronger for and also that you want to be able to inspire her that she's going to make the right decisions by herself and you're not forcing it onto her. That's, that's Exactly. Great. And I think it's having an open mind too. This has helped me also have a really big open mind on you know supporting her dreams later on, um who she wants to become, um just being really a positive influence in her life and I think it's important to have that kind of strong uh, foundation so queenie is not old at all she's still quite young right she is so- she is <laughs> i'm thinking like down the road you know that, that's probably like mama mama fever that i'm having here um but yeah down the line i'm really thinking about those things um because the younger you start how you act as a person on the day-to-day life that's how she sees she's not only going to see the things that you tell her the, te- the things that you yell at her whatsoever but how yourself, <laughs> how if she sees you reading a book, she's also going to want to read a book. So I, there's a lot of 
things that we need to consider as well to not only what you tell her to do or show her you know yeah the do what I say not what I do is not gonna work <laughs> not all the time no not always so how <laughs> yeah no so how well, like, what would you say to the moms out there uh, who are hesitating either to launch a business uh, get into a venture and who are like you like in the pre- preliminary years of the venture or just considering it while having like you it's a young child like it's mm-hmm. it's a lot more to manage obviously than a teenager. it is yeah <laughs> but like what would you tell them um honestly I would tell them I know it's scary and there's a lot to consider but I want but I want you to know that becoming a mom doesn't stop you from chasing your own dreams and regardless of what your background is your experience the sky is the limit Honestly, you create your own opportunities and it's all connected. Your gifts, the circumstances, your imperfection. Like you never know who is actually absorbing your knowledge and value, who you could inspire and empower, who needed to hear your voice. So I think you should definitely go for it. That's what I would tell them. It's already the end of part one of the interview. It flew by way too fast, I know. But don't worry, in the next episode, we're going to continue and conclude this inspiring conversation. Having met with Vimi, I learned about definitely a lot of things, but especially in the interpersonal um, field. Um, she taught me a lot about being more compassionate to others in terms of their time so mindful of their time but also compassionate about their um, reality so obviously for Vini being a mom is her reality but it's not for me and I guess it might be quite something to have a side hustle at work and a kid like I have a work and a side hustle and it's already something so with a kid on top of that I don't even know how she manages it but I think it's Like, it was so great and it's so inspiring to be around people who are able to share their reality and make you understand how, like, why did they make these decisions? So, for example, when we first started BBI, um, there, there was a difference in the time that we spent on BBI. And then we talked a lot. We were very open about our emotions, our thoughts, uh, what it really mean to us, the value that we would p- put on each, and also the priority that we had in our lives. And I think that is something that is often forgotten in either team projects, uh, joint businesses, and elements. So uh, that I felt that I grew so much because it made so much sense. But it's so easy to think, for example, to project on others that they'll care as much as you do, or to think that they're going to spend as much time as you do. But people's realities and people's priorities are different. And having that open conversation was really, really interesting. And to do that, <laughs> you need to also be able to evaluate yourself. What is of value to you? What is of priority to you? And how you can split your time between them, right? So in this episode, we talked about a time management uh techniques such as the time blocking and there are a couple of others as well that I've personally tried so what I did is I put them on the website at withnancy.com slash happiness manifesto so you'll be able to have like to learn about those different techniques and also uh, see some of the worksheets of the techniques that I've personally used and what I liked and didn't like about each of them. So you'll be able to go through them and uh, go through the exercise of managing your time better 
and so that you can spend more time on things that make you happy as opposed to things that make you less happy. Because definitely time management is part of my happiness manifesto. So you've just finished the first ever episode of the Happiness Manifesto podcast. Yep, you deserve a virtual high five. And thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. If you liked it, any chance you'd pop over on social and share the love? Send this episode to someone you think would love or need to hear this. Maybe your friends, maybe your family. And if you want more, head over to withnancy.com slash happiness manifesto for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. On this note, keep smiling because that's step one to a happier life. Until next time. <laughs>